Monday. Happy Monday. I hope you guys are all having an amazing start to your week. It's been a very busy past couple of weeks for me and Natalie, and I feel like we haven't really been able to fully catch up. Yeah, no, for real. I feel like, well, obviously, we already talked about it in the last episode, but like you had life things, so it makes sense that we weren't chatting too much, but... I am excited to catch up and I feel like I'm kind of in a new era for myself and that is my style era. I'm very excited about this. I have not fully understood and I haven't fully like implemented like really styling my outfits. So groundbreaking. I have been doing that and it does make a difference. Like I have purchased belts. I've been rediscovering Depop very into the fall right now and that ties into the styling because everything that I've been seeing has been like oh fall fashion and I'm so into it I'm also going on a trip to Europe soon and everyone over there is so fashion forward and honestly like chic is the best word and I really want to assimilate and I want to like fit in not like screaming screaming American. American no no toesies out no bright colors my style has evolved a lot first of all but it's definitely has been in the past more like fun colors and like just very california sunshine i don't know that's how i would describe it but we're changing we're leveling up i must ask Hmm. oh you did you did order Hmm. new shoes i was gonna say have you ordered new shoes because you guys don't know this but natalie's not like the biggest shoe fanatic no like that's not your favorite way to like accessorize an outfit well it hasn't been but you know i'm changing again i bought the onitsuka tigers mexico 66s and i ended up getting so they're white but their stripes are like a pale green they're so cute did they come in they came in already you need to send me pictures but no those are i want i want a pair as well not the same colorway but That's been on my list, but I do have shoes. So it's like me, I like, well, sneakers at least. I like kind of like wearing them until I can't. And my little Reeboks, my white Reeboks that I've been wearing since literally like 2020, it's time. It's time for those to be the beaters, but I just, I haven't been able to justify it yet because they're still fine. They don't look too, too bad, but... I think it's time for a new pair of sneakers for me too. It's, I mean, the thing with shoes is they're, they are so important and it's so important that your feet are protected and like, that's how I justify in my head, like buying like expensive shoes. I'm like, I need this for my feet <laughs> to be comfortable. My issue is that, yeah, I kind of have a decent amount of shoes. I wouldn't say a lot, but I don't only have a few. Most of my shoes are like, booties or like little heeled sandals and stuff I'm such a whore for like booties and heeled sandals it's so bad because I don't go out enough to utilize them but shoes make or break an outfit I will stand by that yes see that's that's exactly what I've been like learning and teaching myself and also it's really crazy you can have kind of a plain outfit but then if you add the belt the shoes the purse oh my god the purse Ugh, I'm so into purses mm-hmm. right now. Purses too. I bought a leather. It was it was it was cheap, but it, it's like a vintage leather red purse off Depop, and it is, oh my god, I'm so obsessed with it. <laughs> so cute. I love that for you. I'm also pretty minimal. I just 
don't like having so many options like genuinely it's like kind of overwhelming to me and I don't like when my closet is like Mm, I don't like it either so that being said I really lean into the accessories Mm -hmm. because I'm not too courageous when it comes to just day-to-day like streetwear I like being kind of chill but like you said the accessories can really just elevate it and take it to a more fun and exciting place yeah 100 percent we haven't talked in a long time i've been saving all of these things that i know that you would be into the styling i know you're into that and also i have to talk about gilmore girls because (gasps) i have been obsessed like the past i mean since when i went to your house last and i brainwashed that was when yeah you you started playing the first episode i was like yeah i'm gonna watch the rest of this like i'm gonna binge watch the rest of this like that's gonna be my new show like i just knew and it has been and I'm just uh, I'm obsessed I'm also really happy that I'm watching it around this time the fall time Mm -hmm. it is my first time watching it I have told several people that it's my first time watching Gilmore Girls and they're like what how is that possible or they just assume that I I mean like oh I'm rewatching it because it's like the fall and they're like oh that's amazing it's such a great time to like rewatch it and I'm like no this is my first time they're like oh my god I would give my liver to be you right now to experience watching it for the first time in the fall it's so So cozy it's so good and just so that you guys know I watched it for the first time this year as well with Zach I really I thought you had watched it a long time ago. no me and Zach watched it for the first time this year and it was funny because earlier this year I had known that I wanted to watch the show and that I would love it I just knew but I was holding off until I had nothing no other shows that I had going on I wanted to like only watch that and I decided to start it one day and then I told Zach I was like I want you to watch a girly show with me because I always watch shows with him that he like chooses but I've been converted like all of the Star Wars series and everything like I genuinely want to watch those as well with him so it's not like I'm even watching it for him anymore it's like for both of us but I told him I was like I want you to watch one of my shows and I was like I'm starting this show and why don't you try watching it with me and the way that zach is so obsessed as well now like we finished um the original series and then the like reboot series as well we finished a couple months ago and all we do is replay it now like that's what we literally play in the background all the time if we don't know what to watch we put on gilmore girls if we're like not having good days which if you guys listened to the last episode we've had we've had a lot of not good days lately Gilmore Girls always is the go-to show it's such a comfort show and I'm really also obsessed see it all it's all connected because I love the style I love the early 90s no late 90s early 2000s style Lorelai's style she slays she fucking slays and that's I've just been so inspired and it's all been connected I'm like Mm -hmm. I want to be more stylish I've been so inspired by like early 2000s style as well low-rise jeans all the way tangent I or even mid-rise jeans I'm done with high-rise I am done I am done I refuse I think people are intimidated by them because of how they were during that era how they used to how everyone used to wear them a little bit more fitted and now in like 2023 we're wearing them a little bit more like relaxed fitting and I think it complements a lot more body types. Yeah. I just today bought a pair of brown jeans. <gasps> oh my God. First time. I've been and on they the are, market. 
They are, they're, they say low rise on them, but they felt more mid rise to me, but they're cute. Oh my God. They're cute. And yeah, I'm so inspired right now. And also see, I was like it, Gilmore Girls made me just inspired fashion wise and also inspired fall wise because it is, it's pretty much almost always fall or winter in the show. Like 90% of the time yeah. it feels like, and it's perfect. It's perfect. I just finished season four, which I feel like was like a really good season and a really good ending. Which, wait, can you remind me? That is the one spoiler. That's the one where Lorelai and Luke finally kiss. No, Uh, don't give me any more spoilers. I've only seen like. I will not give you any. That's why I asked. Yeah, they like just kiss for the first time. and It's like finally. And then Rory sleeps with Dean when he's married. It's like, ah. Me and Zach were literally screaming. I think I have videos of him because I kind of, I kind of got some spoilers on TikTok. And so I kind of felt like it was coming up in the show. And so I started recording and Zach screaming at the TV. (laughs) Honestly, I need to share those somewhere because they're so funny. Oh, my God. I need to see. That's hilarious. But that's how I was. I was like, no, just. And the show itself is so fucking good. I love the slow burn and the character development. Mm. Just it just inches the banter the scripts are just elite they're top yeah tier. so that's the same creator as the one um she also created marvelous mrs Maisel, which i also am obsessed with and it's the same like the banter the strong woman who doesn't need a man and she's hilarious and smart and perfect mm-hmm. and better than literally everybody else around her like it's like the same kind of thing but just it's different but you can tell totally like the same just Honestly, I'm so glad that I didn't watch it until I'm the age that I am because we're right between Rory and Lorelai's ages. So I feel like we can relate to them both. Whereas like if I watched it when I was younger, when it was newer, we would have been so much younger than Lorelai at the time, you know, where we can't, we wouldn't have been able to relate as much to her character. I feel like because Mm -hmm. she's the mom, you know? Yeah, she's definitely gives really young energy. And in the first season, she would have been like 30 around there, 30, 31, because if Rory's like 15. Yeah, I think that they say she's 32 because Rory's 16 and she had her when she was 16. Is that yeah. 32? Yeah, it is. Oh, I'm so happy you're watching it. It just, it's always, there's always crazy shit going on. Yeah, and the parents right now are separated. Um, Grandpa and grandpa, so sad. It's crazy. I'm, I'm, Oh, I'm excited. It's so good. It's so good. I need to download it to watch it on the plane. Yes. Note to self. Wait, but okay. I know we already talked a lot, but I need to tell you one thing that you're going to love that happened today. Okay. So I went to my cafe for the first time in a while, but I went on a walk there during my lunch and the barista that, that works like the cash register, he was like, welcome back and then oh my god yeah and then I was in love with you (laughs) (laughs) no he's seen me with Zach though he's seen me with Zach and he's like complimented Zach's tattoos and stuff he knows he exists but um I think because I I don't know I'm just I'm just personable you know that's what I'll you're memorable they see so many people like it's actually crazy when they do remember people because it's like wow there's not a lot of Filipino girls in Beaverton Oregon (laughs) oh maybe there's that too (laughs) But anyways, he was like, welcome back. And then um, I asked him, what are the flavors of the macaroons? Because they always have like two flavors and they didn't have anything 
like any labels and nobody knew like none of the none of the workers knew and they were just super nice though they were like I think one's definitely strawberry there was like a red one and a pink one I was like I'll take the pink one and then they asked me like after I ate it if I can let them know what flavor it was I just thought it was so funny but yeah nevertheless they didn't know the flavor which I thought was funny and then I ordered my usual iced lavender latte with oat milk and then he was like I'm gonna give you the coffee for free so just pay for the macaroon 250 oh my god thank you wow it was amazing See, people in oregon so nice right literally so nice sweet well that was a lot of updates but we can probably transition into this conversation that we want to have which is basically just exploring this idea of big cis energy because we had kind of randomly brought up like oh we're both big sisters and we both i feel like feel like big sisters like we have this unique distinct energy that has been given to us or thrust upon us because we were big sisters and we are big sisters so yeah do you want to just should we explore yes essentially our birth order has shaped our identity as it does many most people i would assume yeah i think so too i think it affects people more than we know it, it definitely depends on everyone's unique experience growing up and whatnot but That's my theory, and I'm going to just preface and say that everything that I'm going to say is just kind of all theories based on my personal experience. I have not done any scientific research to back this up, but this is just how I feel. (laughs) I will say I took this class in college. I don't remember what it was called. I think it was like called Family Stress and Coping or something like that, but there was a chapter where we went into birth order And the professor would do kind of like a exercise with the class and she would have you break up based off of your birth order into groups. So there would be firstborn, middle and youngest. And obviously the middle would be like even if you had like five in your family, you can kind of determine what which you identify with most. So like me, I'm the middle child technically, but my brother's nine years older than me and for part of our childhood, he lived with his dad. So I was, I kind of always identified as the oldest in my household because it was just me and my little sister for most of our childhood. So I was in like the eldest child group. And she basically, the exercise was to have us each plan a party. That was the whole prompt. She didn't say who for, she didn't say a budget or anything like that. And basically the eldest children group we planned a party for like a loved one. That's who we decided to plan a party for. We had all of the details, the time, location. We had a budget. We had like everything planned out. The middle child usually planned one for, I forgot what it was. I think it was for a, f- a friend or something like that. And then the youngest always planned a party for themselves. They were like, we're going to have a birthday part, a conjoined birthday party for all of us. It's like super lavish, like out of the country, no budget. And we present at the end and the professor was laugh was laughing because she's like, we always, I always get the same results with this exercise every single class every year that the eldest will always plan for a family member or a loved one. And they'll be like super detail oriented. The middle child will, oh no, no, no. It wasn't the middle child. It was only children. Only children always were planning for a friend. Hmm. I don't remember the middle child one. 
because that's just those are like some of the most important people in an only child's life at least like per mm-hmm. this exercise you know and then the youngest would always just like plan something super extravagant for themselves <laughs> and that's to say that like the oldest is always the most responsible diligent right yeah thinking of thinking of like what they can do for others more so than the, than themselves as well mm. See, that is exactly what goes along with my theory, which is that being the oldest sibling, the eldest sibling, I don't know, (laughs) fucking sucks, honestly. Like, it's hard. (laughs) That's, and I don't know, let me know if you agree with this, but in my experience and in when I was thinking of all the people that I know who are the oldest compared to the youngest, the youngest sibling is always, like, happy-go-lucky, like, just... Nothing bothers them, kind of unfazed. And then the oldest sibling has like this weights on like their shoulders that just never goes away. Mm-hmm. Do you concur? I agree, but I don't think I would want to be the baby. I think because I have such a different perception on youngest children. Obviously, this is not the case for every single youngest child. But a lot of the ones that I do know, I'm like, some of those personality traits I can do without Mm -hmm. I feel like there is a lot of weight with being the oldest child or identifying as like the oldest um and also being like the oldest daughter at that Mm -hmm. but I don't know there are a lot of pros and cons and it's weird because a lot of the pros are also cons like a lot of the things that would fall under that list can be both depending on the situation that you're in but at the end of the day like I I think as much weight as it comes with I feel like it's also like benefited me as well yeah well I want to start with the dark side of being a big sister and when I was and this is specifically for girls that's what I was thinking of like yeah sorry dudes I don't know about your experience but this is what I know as far as being the eldest girly girl and one that comes up is female rage because one you are forced to mature at the absolute speed of fucking light first of all girls already mature 10 times faster than boys like we know this i always tell the story but i was like 10 feet tall in kindergarten don't know how (laughs) but it just happened i was so tall i stood next to, to the teacher every picture day because the tallest kid always stood next to the teacher and i just i just was so mature and I also think that it it, being the oldest daughter it speeds up that process it just speeds up that process because not only are you a girl who's maturing super fast but you are also a big sibling who has a younger sibling who is likely driving you nuts all the time yes so that's I think yeah I think the female rage is just off the charts for the eldest daughter also I think it's important to note that we both grew up in households as the oldest daughter with a like quote-unquote single mom or just living with our our moms Mm -hmm. in the house so that's a whole different dynamic different ball game yeah completely different especially when you have a parent that's like the sole provider essentially for the household they're working a lot so then you're tasked with watching after your younger sibling when they're like working doubles or working two jobs and you're also a kid like me and my sister are not even two years apart but I'm still older technically so I was kind of tasked with the responsibility 
of watching out for her while we were home alone, probably too young as well. I don't know. It's probably some kind of a natural process that happens to the oldest sibling that when there is a baby that comes into life, you're like, okay, shit, what do I have to give to this baby? What's my role in the baby's life? And that's something that the youngest kid never, ever has to think about. Genuinely. like that shapes, it has to shape your development as a person, right? I've always said I'm like maternal to my core. And right. it's interesting because like, I know there are a lot of cases where the oldest daughter, there's a lot of younger siblings or siblings that are much younger than them. There's like a bigger age gap. So they're literally like the second mother. But I don't feel like that was necessarily the case with me and my sister. I think especially since, like I mentioned, we're so close in age. But there was still an element of like a maternal element that did come into play. I stand by the statement that everyone kind of asks for context. Me and my little sister are not as close as people would assume two sisters that are so close in age to be. And And look identical. (laughs) People would ask like, what what do you think happened? And I would always credit it to my parents' divorce. And I'm like, I think that played a big role in our relationship because like I mentioned I was just tasked with things that she wasn't tasked with because she was younger. And Mm -hmm. I had a little bit more responsibility as far as just like around the house and also emotionally. Like I was privy to more information about my parents' relationship than she was, even though we're close in age. And when we started not getting along a lot, it was like her being like, you are not my mom. You're not mom. Mm -hmm. And I remember her saying that a lot when we were younger. And I'm like, no, I'm not mom. But like someone has to make sure this gets done yep that's exactly how I was too like I I would try to be the second mom Mm -hmm. take that like place because you just feel that responsibility you feel the stress of your parents and you're just like I have to this is my job this is my role to take it away Mm -hmm. and it brings me to my second point of why the dark side of being the eldest daughter I think that you learn really really young that life is unfair Mm mm-hmm and you witness firsthand like your parents I mean when you have the a sibling come into your life your parents literally go from giving you a hundred percent of their attention to fifty percent that is a fifty percent decrease in attention that is a lot and Mm -hmm. it's kind of it probably I would imagine for kids I'm sure this is how I felt it doesn't really feel that fair because you didn't ask for this thing to come into your life (laughs) and take half of the attention away but like that's what's gonna happen because that's life you have a sibling now and you guys have to split everything your toys and whatever the fuck even though you don't want to and you don't understand why so so you learn you learn real fast holy you learn the realities of life a little bit faster i think Mm -hmm. the more negative and like cynical too what do you think about that no i agree and i was just always more mature in general like Mm -hmm. i think that's just like in my nature i feel like i was like always kind of an old soul I would always like hang around my parents and their friends. They would be like smoking outside at night and like drinking beers on the patio. And I'd be like sitting out there with them like 10 p.m. hanging out, conversing with the adults. And I think just one, like my emotional intelligence and my ability to converse with adults kind of gave them this perspective that I was kind of like older than I was. You know what I mean? And also Mm -hmm. the fact that I was a larger child, like I was just tall really quickly on the other end of it my sister was really small it's funny because we're like the same exact size now but she was tiny and I was like really tall I grew really fast so I feel like it just seemed like there was a bigger age gap between us than there actually was so yeah I feel like I was just treated like I was older 
always. Yeah. And especially when you grow up with a brother, boys, they <laughs> literally don't get old until they're like 21. And it was funny because Brandon a long time ago showed me this baby picture of him. And I was like, oh, you look so cute. Where you're like six or seven. He's like, I was 12. He didn't look 12. I'm like, oh, my God. When I was 12, my hair was like highlighted and like it was burned from like straightening it with a hair straightener. Like I was probably even maybe exploring with makeup, like wearing bras, wearing a bra. I already had my period for like two or three years. Like I'm like, what the fuck? Like you look like a infant. Like you look so small. And physically I could get pregnant at this time. What yeah, same thing with my brother. Oh my god, my brother looked like a baby up until he graduated high school, basically. Like he just looked so young. He was always treated like such a young little kid. And meanwhile, me graduating high school, fake eyelashes, probably don't didn't even get carded, wouldn't have even gotten carded. <laughs> <laughs> like I just, you know, getting catcalled and hit on for years of your life, like putting so much into your appearance. Like it's it's just Oh, yeah, it sucks that we had to think about that and do that. It's when you are a kid, yeah. the reality is that you are a kid. But for some reason, the the women, the females, the girls, they have this because they look older and they are more mature. That's the way others treat them. Mm-hmm. I guess there is also another aspect to being the oldest sibling, which is that you go through things first, mm-hmm. like the hard things like periods and the, the embarrassing puberty stuff that goes on and sex. And when you have a younger sibling, they are not experiencing it usually firsthand. Usually they're either being taught it through you or they're witnessing you do it. They're just like, they, they see everything that goes on as you're growing up first. Mm-hmm. And then they have an advantage also that way. And I feel like it's also just a little bit easier. <laughs> yes. Just having someone to guide you and to learn from a really standout moment for me was when she was applying to colleges and applying for financial aid and all of that my parents kept having her ask me questions and I was so bitter when I realized that she had me as a resource that I almost didn't ever want to help her with any of those things which sounds so messed up but I was just so mad that like I had to figure it all out on my own because Mm -hmm. also for context like my parents didn't do the college thing my older brother didn't either so none of them knew how to do anything that I needed to do and so I literally had to figure it out all on my own or I would go to some of my friends parents and try to like dig some answers out of them but the fact that my sister was able to just like call me up and I basically knew the answers to everything she needed to figure out. And I'm like, bitch, Google it like I did. Or like, we'll go watch a fucking YouTube video. Like I was so angry and it's not her fault. Yeah. But I don't know. It's just a natural reaction, I think, unfortunately. That's where that like female rage comes in. It's like it is like so unfair and it's hard, especially because even at that time, you're still you're still mm-hmm. a kid. They just have someone to look up to, you know, or go to. And I this definitely does depend, too, on, like, your dynamic with your parents. Mm-hmm. Like, a Rory Gilmore, Lorelai Gilmore Girls situation is, mm-hmm. is different because they were so close. And But I don't think – I think most people, like, don't have that relationship with their parents. Like, maybe we will have a similar relationship with our kids, at least I hope. But I think children of teen moms know? do because my best friend – her mom had her young and they're literally giving Lorelai and Rory. Wow. I'm jealous. 
Before getting into the positives of being the big sister, because there are some, I could think of a couple. <laughs> um, hard, potentially a hard truth here. Do you think that the oldest daughter specifically is more like judgmental or like cynical? Yeah. Me too. <laughs> Me too. I just feel like, yeah, I struggled with this. Definitely judgmental, which I hate to admit because that does not have a positive connotation to it, but I agree. We're the we're the watchers. Yeah, like it must be some kind of like self-protection mechanism or it has to be something that like makes us this way. Like I don't know. It has to be we need a psychiatrist on here. Not a psychiatrist, a psychologist, a psych some yeah. someone that specializes in this to kind of explain because I'm sure there's a literal scientific reason behind that I know that there is I know that there is but we I don't know we need to we need to I'm gonna deep dive I'm gonna deep dive on the internet (laughs) we'll circle back one day I know a while ago I was looking through TikToks about like big sis energy just to see if anyone has thought of this concept and I honestly didn't really find anything that I was like looking for I saw a lot of like big sister like hatred on there and I'm like okay (laughs) younger siblings side note we will keep this in you guys I opened my phone so that I can share with Natalie this TikTok screenshot that I took earlier but why do I get a text hello Dennis that's my dad's name like fuck me (laughs) bye who sent Um, that I don't know it's about a survey thanks thank you California anyways just a little reminder from (laughs) from the heavens um no I screenshotted this I literally got this TikTok on my for you page earlier today and it says me trying to fight off the oldest daughter stereotypes but I crave academic validation have crippling anxiety need to make everything about me am hyper independent insist I'm always right have an unhealthy obsession with Taylor Swift and am a chronic rule follower who simultaneously questions everything and hates authority literally to the t that's literally my life (laughs) send that to me and honestly we can end the podcast that's everything (laughs) we said it all (laughs) that's it no but but for real um but there are some positives yeah right yeah we're strong we're strong as hell as fuck Mm, (laughs) we are strong right are we i mean i don't know if i am because i'm just like a sensitive little bean but in general, the old they are we are strong. I agree. We've been through some shit. I also was thinking about just things from childhood. Um, I always got the front seat. It was just an unsaid rule. I got the front seat. That's good. I, I, and I mean, you wouldn't have had this experience, but since I had a little sister, she always had to be the boy if we were like reenacting something. Or like doing a dance, like when we would do the dance, the like high school musical dances with Sharpay and Evan. She was always Evan. (laughs) Every single time. The little sister always has to be the boy or she has to be the prince or whatever it is. And Or we would get like the new toy and then they would get like our old shit. No. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Not with my sister. We both got the new things. Ah, because they have to make it. They have to make it fair and equal for the the younger one, of course. Yeah. Or have you seen (laughs) like I saw a TikTok of like two younger girls, and the parents got them each a bike, but they were different bikes. And I was like, the biggest mistake in the book is they didn't just get them the exact same because 
they revealed the bikes and then both sisters, they walked to the same one. <laughs> but it was the one that was for the older sister. And then like the older sister, I think, just wound up being like, oh, she can have that one just because Aww. they don't want. No, not in a, not because they want to be nice, because they just don't want to have the conflict. Mm. And I can relate to that so hard where it's like she has the bigger piece. OK, bitch, right. take this you one. Don't I don't want to like, fucking deal with it. Getting older, you're like, I, I uh -huh. like that's I'm yeah, I'm like, you're embarrassing here. Take it. I don't care. Very, very true. I didn't even think about that. I kind of, I don't know. I'm still thinking about it. But I think that the oldest sibling is like cool with being alone. Because the younger sibling, when they come into the world, they are never without you. Mm -hmm. Like ever. <laughs> Usually, I mean, you know, generally speaking, they are with their siblings and their parents and they always have people. But when you're the oldest, there's typically at least some period of time that you are alone and probably also once your sibling comes in, you fucking want your alone time too because your little sibling is so annoying and like won't let you breathe for two seconds. You're like, let me be alone. <laughs> Just two seconds in my room. <laughs> so I think now that translates to us just being able to be like fully functioning beings alone versus, you know, obviously there are people out there and they they don't function well being yeah. alone. They don't know how to do it. They don't like it. Like they will, you know, settle, Right perhaps the eldest sibling is le less likely to settle for like a crappy relationship but yeah that's just my theory why do all like little siblings have like so many fucking friends dude <laughs> tell <laughs> me about it, just, it is it just their generation and like our siblings are closer in age so it kind of you know what i mean like maybe it's just like their age group it could that be it could be that they they just having like lots of friends is more important to them like they have to keep their goddamn 365 days snapchat streak alive like that's just like important <laughs> to them you know like maybe because they don't like being alone i don't know younger siblings weigh in what do you think yeah you guys will have to weigh in because we have no firsthand experience in that realm but something else that i was thinking about when i was thinking about this episode was how being an older sibling shows up in friendships. Ooh, not good, huh? Well, I mean, at the, again, these are both pros and cons, and the pro and con are the same thing. So certain ones that I was thinking about that were standing out to me the most were that me and then my other friend that we were like all in the same like friend group of girls, me and her were both oldest siblings, and me and her were always the ones organizing all of the outings, all of the trips. And then when it would be when it would come the day of, like if we needed to pack for a beach day or pack for the trip or anything, we would be the ones literally packing everything, the food mm. for the day at the beach, the sunscreen, the towels, literally everything that you could need. And our friends were the ones that would just like show up and go and they like wouldn't have most of their own things. And then they would later in the day need something that we brought or maybe everything that we brought. And I'm like, if we were not here, what would you have done? I'm confused. You were just going to show up with no water, no sunscreen and no food to go to the beach for six hours. I'm confused. It's, that's how we feel. We feel like we are the backbone to every relationship. To society at this point. But then see, the thing is, is like, the younger siblings, somehow it just all works out for them, those lucky right? bitches. Because they 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 
link up with an older sibling somewhere else in the world. <laughs> They're just so happy-go-lucky. They're like, it all works out for me. And it does somehow. I don't know. Younger siblings are blessed. I don't know either. I don't know either. But I just like, honestly, I need to experiment. Like, but that would give me too much anxiety. Show up somewhere with nothing and see what happens. Like with a group of people that I also know are going to bring nothing and just see how just see how it goes. A social experiment. Honestly, I'm going to do it when I make friends to try that out with. <laughs> Let me know. Let us know because I am also curious. What? How How does life happen when you let go of control? I don't know. Couldn't be me. <laughs> control. Control. That is a key word in mm. older sisterhood. Mm, it is. <sighs> but I guess my final thought is now I do love being a big sister because I have a good relationship with my brother and we we're friends you know we're fully friends and I like being able to give him advice and even maybe treating him to a meal although it ends up being every single meal and that shit is so expensive and I don't want to do it but I feel obligated and I will do it he is so cute though you can't you can't not like him he's He's very likable and he's always been that way since like the first day of kindergarten he had his his friends and he's been like that ever since not me it couldn't be me but you know it's good for him Him moving him moving away and making best friends within like like two days the first hour everyone just wanted to be friends with him just cool honestly he needs to make a master class on being social i will literally pay (laughs) i feel like it comes naturally to him but also it is i mean i don't want to expose him too much but i do feel like he does have a little bit of that like I need to have my friends with me at all times, no matter what, like, feeling that, like, I don't know. You know what I mean? He's community-oriented. We'll give it a good word. Exactly. And I really hope (laughs) that you and your sister can unblock each other on Instagram one day. (laughs) I have my whole family blocked, and it was addressed when we were all gathered for my grandma. (gasps) No way. Not like we – it was a long week. We were talking about everything. Tell the story. Tell the the story. Well, I blocked all my family when I was like 19. For context, I used to let all my family follow me. My cousins, my grandma, my uncles. And then when I started dating Zach, we had taken a picture and we were like in his room and he didn't have a shirt on. But like guys don't wear fucking shirts, like especially in their own rooms, you know, especially a 19 year old boy. Mm -hmm. And it was like summer. Also, we were in his room hanging out and we took a a selfie and I posted it posted it and he didn't have a shirt on and it caused a fucking uproar and my cousins were trolling me in my comments in my comments not privately literally publicly in my comments I don't even remember what they were saying but they were just like trying to make me look bad and I didn't even respond I just blocked everyone and then I was like honestly I have to just block everyone because I don't want them like I don't want to be selective I just want to make it like we're going all in yeah and I even blocked my grandma because I know she would be showing everyone my Instagram when they were over on the fucking iPad (laughs) if I didn't if I didn't block her and you know what it's it's bad that it had to come to that because my grandma was such a hype woman like bikini pics she was liking it up commenting like she was here for it but yeah then when I got engaged my older cousin he's the oldest of the cousins he like texted me and he was like also can you unblock me on instagram and i didn't (laughs) respond to that question and then 
my him and his sister which are like the oldest of the cousins we were like all sitting talking and she was like do you still have an instagram and i was like yeah and she was like what is it and i was like i didn't say anything but my other cousin was there and he was like she has us all blocked still from when we trolled her and i was like yeah and they said unblock me unblock them and i was like uh i think i'll pass right now honestly boundary queen (laughs) we're all so jealous like i love that for you at least see it's like honestly it sounds like spooky to do but it's just something that everyone's accepted at this point and it's not like i'm completely blocking them out of my lives like i don't think remember the thing you sent me like social media doesn't have Mm. to be for your friends and family you can send them pictures on the side like we're in a group chat we send pictures like you know that's Dude, enough. Maybe the next episode should or one of the next episodes should be social media trauma because that is so real and so valid. Like, why do we need to have people who are going to just be like talking about everything we post because they have like nothing else to do and like just be bad energy? Like, why do we need to have you on our Instagrams? Like, what is the reason? Talk oh, to no, me. Li- Text I've me. Made, I've had like made people unfollow me. I don't block a lot of people mostly it's i think it's literally just my family who's blocked i should check who i have blocked but i think it's literally just my family and it's like the whole list of them but i will use like make someone unfollow me because i honestly think unless someone's like thinking of you on the regular that they're not going to notice they're probably just going to think you stopped posting mm-hmm. but i'm like if you're just a ghost follower i'm not saying i have my instagram fully cleaned out but like some people i'm like i feel icky i feel icky that you're watching all my stuff and not like interacting true the vibes are not good but i'm i'm hopeful that instagram might become a good place again hopefully because i always liked instagram we'll see we'll see well that was an interesting conversation yeah honestly i feel like we can go on but i I know right we need to cut it we need to cut it but next episode we're going to have some fun updates. We're going to talk about our trips and I'll let the people know how Canada is because every time me and Zach tell tell anyone we are going to Canada, the initial response is why. Okay. Natalie said, I thought you were joking. I thought you were joking. I don't know why because <laughs> Canada is a great place. And like, I think if you would have specifically said, oh, we're going to go to Vancouver, I would have been like, yes. But like Canada, like so broad. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to Vancouver and I will give you the rundown. We have some cute, fun things planned already. And we're going to do that class. Did I tell you about the class? The ring. Oh, the ring. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. So again, we'll have a lot to report back about and we'll see if Natalie winds up with bed bugs. (gasps) Shay, (laughs) how dare you? We're not manifesting the bed bugs, but we'll see. We'll see. There is an infestation. No. No, no, not to us. We're good. Not in their room. Yeah. We're, no. Everything's going to be okay. Don't worry, guys. We're not worried. Anyways, if you want to keep up with us, follow us on Instagram at Delusional AF Podcast. And we will be back next week. Same time, same place. <laughs> Love you. Bye. Bye.